Hello, and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And this is episode 122. Yes, sir. Uh, this week, Whitnail and I. Uh, Alright. So, yes, uh, Whitnail and I was released, uh, well, uh, April 1987 in the UK, because that's primarily what it's known for. Uh, and then uh, June 1987 in North America, and was written and directed by Bruce Robinson. Uh, actually, um, loosely, not loosely, but um, uh, what do they call that? Semi-autobiographical. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce Robinson based it heavily on his own uh, days as like a struggling actor in the late 60s, and uh, some of the things that... Uh, he uh, went through at the mm. time and um, sort of compressed like a fairly long time into sort of a two week yeah, uh, yeah. story um, with a bunch of different sort of uh, incidents and stuff like that that were s- sort of fictionalized versions of things that happened to him. Uh, interesting thing here, uh, which I did not know about before watching. Obviously, uh, I should say before we really get going, um, this is a pretty famous movie. It, um, it's, it's a movie I've heard about, yeah, but knew nothing about. I've heard about it for a very long time, yeah, and yeah. it's one of those sort of, like, <clears throat> one of the most highly regarded, like, British films, and hmm. uh, is just considered, like, extremely quotable, and, you know, I think it's, like, 94% or something. Oh, that wow. Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. I didn't know. just one thing um, to look at. Yeah, 94%. Yeah. And hmm. uh, it's just one of those ones that gets just cited a lot. Mm-hmm. And I just had not gotten around to it for a long time, but now I have. Um, it's uh, produced by Handmade Films, which is uh, um, a, uh, like a film company owned by um, George Harrison oh, okay. from the Beatles. Yeah, um, it was basically formed. The other George Harrison. It was formed. <laughs> yeah. Not not that other George Harrison who that, but uh, it was George Harrison with two R's. It was formed um, to make, uh, I believe it was um, Monty Python's Life of Brian, I think, uh, because the um, what happened was George Harrison was a big fan of Monty Python, and the original deal that the Python had to make Life of Brian like fell through at the last second. Or last minute and then so they're like oh we're not gonna be able to make the movie and george harrison was like well i just i just really want to see the movie mm-hmm. so he like backed it yeah um that's that's good i like that like i like that like his house for like collateral and, i want to see the movie that the comes movie. out of this so i'm just going to make it yeah <laughs> or uh, put the money man, towards making but, it yeah. yeah and so and then handmade films is like remained an actual film company that sort of was in similar ways, kind of basically just got movies made that... that uh, doesn't that more or less make that the world's most expensive movie ticket? Sort of, <laughs> yeah. Um, and actually, that was why, because um, at the end, just jumping forward to the very end of the movie for a second, yeah. uh, you do hear um, While My Guitar Gently Weeps, the yes. Beatles song, and the Beatles like almost never no. licensed their songs for movies and stuff they almost always ended up being like covers and things like that because they wouldn't use sound alike they wouldn't usually actually yeah. license them but because of George Harrison being involved you know being behind Hammond films and stuff like that and helping to get this made um, it's his song right like it's a Beatles song but he, mm-hmm. it's it's one of his so he he okayed it um, 
So it's like one of the rare, it's like a coup. It's like a, one of the rare times getting to use an actual Beatles song in a movie. Um, so yeah, um, basically there's two main characters in this, uh, with Noel, uh, played by Richard E. Grant mm-hmm. and I, uh, played by Paul Ma again. Wood, yeah. Um, and, uh, it's set, uh, in 1969, uh, late, like towards mm-hmm. the end of 1969, um, and they're basically two young struggling actors. Um, Withnall is like extremely alcoholic. Yeah. Um, they both, uh, they both enjoy the drugs and, 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 <laughs> and I yeah, seems yeah. to be, um, basically, um, he's not as much like he does drink and stuff in the mm-hmm. movie, but he's not, he's not like the raging alcoholic that Withnall is, but, no. um, he does seem extremely neurotic. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, their, their their performances are like very uh they're both like just nuts yeah in different ways this move like i sort of like it popped into my head probably about halfway through the film kind of around the time when they they're starting to have to deal with this the all the the stuff that they deal with when they get to the uh his the, uh, like monty's the, yeah, cabin the there and and like the 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 things that they have to go through, the, the hoops they have to jump through. Like, this is like British Dumb and Dumber almost. I found it, I found it like... <laughs> like, um, like these guys it. are completely inept at yeah. like, like living, like not countryside life, just life in general. Right. And, yeah. and they're, they just bumble through and like what they will accept as like an acceptable solution to a problem is just garbage. Like... Well, um, <laughs> I think um, uh, it, it reminded me a lot of. Uh, by the way, uh, I found it really funny that because um, Richard E. Grant and Paul McGann have both, um, well, but they've been in other things. They're, well, and yeah. also um, their association with Doctor Who. Oh, yeah, which yeah. came well uh, after this. Mm-hmm. But uh, Richard E. Grant actually played um, a version of the Doctor in the. Um, it's non-canon, but it's the um, the charity like they did a charity special oh, in right, the nineties, right. uh, but before the relaunch of Doctor Who, mm-hmm. uh, they did this thing called uh, the Curse of Fatal Death, which was like a sketch, <laughs> like an extended sketch, basically like a short film, where it was, but it was played like it was an actual Doctor Who uh, story, basically. Um, and they had the uh, um, Rowan Atkinson played the Doctor. Oh wow! Uh, but in the course of the story, the Doctor. Oh, I gotta see this. Keeps getting, and it's actually written by Stephen Moffat. Oh, okay. Who's famous for later becoming the showrunner, showrunner of the actual yeah, show. Yeah. But um, it starts out with Rowan. At- it'll take me just a quick yeah. moment for me to explain this. But it starts out with Rowan Atkinson playing the Doctor. But over the course of the story, like it's it's called the Curse of Fatal Death. And um, Jonathan Price plays the master in it, and okay, I gotta. Uh, see the doctor this. keeps getting killed and regenerating several times throughout the course okay. of the story, and each time he becomes like a different sort of type, and they're all known people. So like the first, uh, the first time he's killed, I believe, I believe this is the first time he regenerates, and Richard E. Grant now plays the role, uh, and then so on and so forth. I won't, I won't spoil it yeah, all for yeah. you because you haven't seen it, but. Um, so he does actually play, and then there was also a, like, an animated thing that was, like, an animated episode that was put on the internet 
in like the early days of net the internet like but um before again before the relaunch uh that was uh, like an animated version of like an unproduced story for Doctor Who, uh, where Richard E. Grant played the Doctor, and that at the time, in before the the relaunch of the new, of the new show, that was considered like that was going to be the official ninth, mm-hmm. ninth Doctor, basically. But they didn't do anything else with it. Oh. And then when they la- relaunched the show, they established the canonical Ninth Doctor, like Christopher Eccleston's version, mm-hmm. as the canonical ninth, ninth Doctor, and then that sort of like put it off to the side, um, and then. By the same token, Paul McGann it did play the canonical eighth doctor, eighth doctor in the TV yeah. movie in '96. So they're both kind of very closely. And Richard Grant actually did appear in the actual series, the the modern series, because he was in. Um, uh, he played like um, the Great Intelligence. Oh, and, uh, he was like a villain, right, basically. Right. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, I just thought it was it, funny because they both have. <laughs> upon finishing watching this, though, the whole time I was like. What, like super, like Richard Grant, super, yeah. very yeah, identifiable. There's been person. a lot of like big, big movies, like American and, movies, and, and I was, too. but I couldn't. I was like, I was. There's a specific instance of him yeah. I had in my head, and I was, I was like, was it? I'm not was gonna it look, Hudson Hawk. That was exactly what it was. <laughs> but I was like, I'm not gonna look it up. I'm gonna figure this out. Yeah. I'm gonna figure this out. Lying in bed last night, I'm just about ready to fall asleep, and I was like. Right, he's Mayflower from Hudson Hawk. He's the black. Yeah. Right, it's just the whole evening. I was like, "Oh, he's been in movies. He's I know he's been, been in movies. Lot. He's yeah, been yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of stuff. Yeah, um, doesn't centric very well." The other thing that this movie reminded me a lot of is, um, and I guess this this movie came out before, uh, but. Um, is uh, it reminded me a lot of Rosencrantz and Gildenstern. Gildenstern, yeah. The, having two main characters that are sort of just bumbling around, mm-hmm. and they just constantly talk about things, and like the bulk of the film is like there's very little sort of plot. It's yeah. mostly just them wandering around, sort of being confused and talking about stuff, yeah, and getting like irate mm-hmm. for you know odds reasons and things like that. And I was like, wow, it's very. It, and then that was before, like later in the film, the Hamlet yeah. tie-ins become more of a thing. And I was like, man, that's so weird. Like, I wonder if, because of course, the Rosie Christ Gilmore Story Dead had existed before it was a movie. It was, yeah. it was a play. So I was like, is that... Did one influence the like, other? Is there and... some connection there? Cause but they, I, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. both relate, they have like a relation to Hamlet, and they both have like these two main characters that just kind of bumble around and like are just crazy. Like, I don't know, it was very mm. odd. It's... It's a very, um, I think the thing about the, like, this movie is, like, it's, like, it's, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, um, let's say, like, the characters are a little bit bewildering because they're so, like, we, we, I like to, we're we're dropped right in to, like, this, like, crisis stage of their life. Yeah. And they're, like... Yeah, they're not getting any work, so they, they, yeah. don't, they don't have money yeah. for anything. Yeah, they got no money for anything. Well, they... Except for out drinking. They had money for drinking. Uh, well, I mean, with those non-alcoholics, so yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he's take, he takes a shot of lighter fluid at That's one right, point, one point. they don't yeah, have yeah, anything yeah. else to drink. Yeah, yeah, because well, he doesn't want to leave the house. Yeah. They, they, they don't, you know. And it's... I mean... And it's, it's super drab and dreary. Everything is kind of... It's England. Yeah, I guess it's true. Everything is kind of gross. Yeah. Like, they're kind of gross. Their apartment is gross. The bar that they go to is gross. This <laughs> hamlet is gross. Like, everything's just kind of, like, moldy. 
<laughs> it's like the, everything in this movie is covered in mold, and except for maybe maybe uh, his uncle there, like Monty, like that is like the one like they go they go when they go visit him. He's oh, like cool. and he's like up this like super he's creepy. super rich. Like yeah, he's 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 like so creepy. He's though. creepy. But, but he's, he's also kind of like a nice guy, but at the well, same he's time... sort of sad. Like, he's it, well, kind yeah. of like a tragic... Well, that's the other thing. Like, But he's also super creepy. This movie's so kind of like... like It is... A lot of this movie is very, like, tragically sad. Yeah. Like, like uh, it is uh, really funny, Whit- 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 character is, like, hopelessly tragic. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, and I, like, basically almost like having to care for him... Even though he can barely care for himself, yeah, and like they're friends, but like neither one can probably do without the other one. Yeah. Though then the longer they stay together, it's probably worse for both of them. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's yeah, I agree with yeah. All those it's, things. Um, I like how this it, movie would be if it came out now. It would be like super like it'd be like oh, this would be a super hipster movie if it came out now. Like the yeah. characters would be very hipstery. I like how the and narration. Oh yeah, the, yes. Against yeah. and I's narration. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds just like um, I find a lot of times um, in movies where they have like a voiceover narration of a character. Yeah. Uh, having a point of view, it's often like their the narration has a very different sort of tone than it, the, the actual in film dialogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where because the narration is more of a well, it's often past tense. Looking back, or, exactly. Is yeah, happening, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I love how the narration is. Sounds exactly like the way he talks. talks. Yeah, so yeah. he has that like kind of like half panicked, kind of freaking out kind of tone mm. to even to his narration that yeah. matches exactly how he's behaving it, in the film. And at times, there's even one point, at least one point, where the narration is going, and then he says a line out loud on screen, and it cuts that's like into, the it cuts into the narration, into the narration, and then continues on yeah. with the narration. I was like, that is brilliant. The that narration is it's. It's very much that, like, I'm writing in a diary about, yeah. like, what is happening yeah, to yeah. My, me like and my life. In the yeah, yeah. It's almost like it's thought, thought. like, thoughts well, yeah, in it, the moment. It's more that. Yeah. It's it's really weird, mm. but it's really well done. It's um, the kind of narration that if this was a book, yeah. that would just be the paragraphs that are characters' yeah, thoughts rather absolutely. than... Yeah. Uh, the character of um, the Danny. The oh, well, Ra- killer, Ralph Brown. Played yeah, by yeah, Ralph yeah. Brown, yeah. which is... Basically, literally the, the same, same character, character that he plays, plays in Wayne's yeah, World 2. Yeah. He's, which I saw when I was, you know, when it came out, know, like yeah. in the early 90s. Yeah. And he just revised that I thought he was hilarious. I never having seen this before, I didn't realize yeah. that obviously he basically just based that off of his character from yeah. this movie. And he is so good. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, no. Uh, I can never get enough of that character. Yeah, that. that like, I loved it in, in like, Wayne's World too, and kind of like druggy, dopey, roady. But it's kinda, specifically yeah. the way oh, that he expresses himself. His, the, the way his the, cadence, his cadence, and his, his accent, cadence is amazing, and his yeah. accent and yeah. like everything yeah. is just his choice of words. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Yeah, favorite part of the movie, hands down, was his yeah. stuff. Very uh, small part of it, and part of me feels like, like I just like to see the movie about that character, but then I think. Ah, but you could overdo it. Yeah, having him only in a couple of spots actually really enhances because it's. it's you like, wouldn't want you wouldn't want a whole movie with him. No, it would get very no, tiring well, very like, quickly. I, like at first, I feel like I would because I just he's such a great character. But then I think part of what makes him a great character though is you just get those small, small doses, doses, and they're so memorable. Because also, like a lot of what he says is like 
borderline just incomprehensible nonsense. It's just, it's but just it does it. Well, it's it's it that makes one, a lot of sense. It's that, think about it. Is, is this a smart man presuming Ed? Yeah, well, presu- and then presuming Ed. Yeah, yeah, which just like the the silent, silent. Oh, almost, I'm not even like, thinking. I'm not even talking about the actual. Presuming oh, just Ed just calling him presuming Ed. No, yeah. no, I'm talking about the whole thing about the dolls. Oh, oh, yeah, and yeah, calling yeah. like that they're going to market the doll dolls called yeah. presuming Ed. Ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, what? Uh, that doesn't. And yeah. of course, um, yeah. A, a small bit of trivia. Yeah. Uh, both uh, Ralph Brown and Paul McGinnis were in Alien Three together. That's true. Yeah. I just wow. I didn't even <laughs> yeah. think of that. I yeah. forgot Paul McGann was in Alien Three. As well. Yeah. Well, a, b- yeah. tiny parts for both of them. Well, right? yeah. it wasn't that tiny. Well, but, uh, yeah. uh, uh, Ralph Brown's. He was just a, a yeah. security guard or something. But like I do that. remember yeah. him. Yeah, I just yeah. you know I didn't. Yeah. Uh, like I didn't remember him in the in the sense of like that. I remembered that it was him. Mm-hmm. It was. When I was looking up stuff about this, and it said, and it mentioned his role in that, yeah. then I was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I don't, I didn't actually remember him from that until yeah. it was pointed out. But, yeah, but, yeah, Paul McGann, I should have remembered that, because, mm-hmm. yeah, that's obvious. <laughs> we, we just talked about that not that long ago. No, but, no. You know, I mean, I guess it was a while ago now, yeah, but yeah. it's like a year, a year and a half ago or something. Oh, yeah, but, probably. But, yeah, uh... Um, yeah, uh, Uncle Monty, you brought up already. They they go see, so they go see Uncle Monty. Played by Richard Griffiths. Richard Griffiths. Very, quite famous. Yeah, yeah super yeah. famous character actor. Yeah. You know, uh, Uncle, Uncle, uh, Vernon in, in the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. Uh, recently passed away. Uh, oh, he did! The, the last I didn't year. realize that. Yeah, oh, yeah, 2013. Or, oh. yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah, the, I didn't yeah. realize that. But, uh, yeah, so, um... Uh, but yeah, he's, like, huge character, like, yeah. famous character actor. Uh, been in uh, billions of things. Uh, 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 Chariots of Fire. That's yeah. I think where probably a lot of people. Well, you know, other than Harry Potter, obviously. Yeah, but, but, I think. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like modern wise, like yeah. he's just been in so much stuff. Um, he, he does the. Uh, he can do like jolly, yeah, and he can also do like scary, angry, yeah, like back or at and least forth, creepy anyway, creepy, angry, yeah, <laughs> which yeah, it yeah. kind of goes back and forth in this with that, yeah, yeah. But so Uncle Monty apparently because he has his name is. Um, Montague, Montague Withnall. So oh, yeah. he apparently is literally Withnall's actual uncle. uncle I would yeah. assume because they shared, shared or the related name. in some way. Yeah, but they refer to him in such a way as it almost kind of sounds like it's kind of like a some sort of like 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 oh yeah, good old Uncle Monty. You know, it sounds almost like a nickname, but it's yeah. like but he does have the actual name Withnall as well. So presumably mm-hmm. he's Withnall's actual uncle. Um, but yeah, there's all. I mean, you talked about a bit out. You know, he's, he has money and stuff. He's been like successful, but. Um, originally, like when he was young, he 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 had been an actor briefly, and mm-hmm. it just he just decided like it wasn't his thing. But he still has that very kind of theatrical bearing. Yeah. Um, and um, uh, I thought a uh, interesting scene after that. Uh, oh, because uh, I guess um, there's this whole thing about because they're talk they talk about um, the possibility of leaving the city. Yeah. And going out for like sort of a. Like a, a holiday. They need to get away. They yeah, just need to get away. Need to get away. Get things sorted out. So they go. Yeah. They're gonna. They're gonna go for like a holiday in like this. Which is it's it's so very typical cabin that uh, Monty owns in like in the countryside. Yeah, it's so very uh, typical. Like these guys are clearly having issues and they can't like cope with what they're dealing with. So they're like, well, "We'll go somewhere else, yeah. and that'll sort everything yeah, out." Yeah. That's not going to solve well, any of your problems. I mean, it can. You're still not going to have any money. Yeah. You're still... <laughs> I mean, it can help you know. depending on yeah. your, you know, the circumstances. Mm-hmm. But in their case, it's sort of a matter of like yeah. they don't really know what they're doing here. Yeah. And they're going to go to this other place, and they're not going to know, know what, what they're, they're doing, doing there. there either. Yeah, 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 so yeah. it's like, will it really help? 
Um, Whitney Elves just going to keep throwing his friend under the bus, like when they the, the guy calls them the yeah. the, the, the ponces, yeah, and, yeah, that, yeah. and then like upon confrontation, yeah, I love just, that they, like, just, they, they just run. run, they just bail. It's awesome. Yeah. But um, I lo- uh, there's a really great shot that I really liked where it's after the meeting uh, at Monty's house where um, uh, they're walking along. I think it's um, and I is walking along. Um, to get in the car to mm-hmm. like drive off back back home or whatever, and uh, there's like a wrecking ball behind that's they're doing like they're oh, yeah, down yeah. a house or something or like a building, and and of course I mean this you know pretty low budget indie independent kind of movie, like it's obviously just something that was going on yeah, yeah that yeah. they just they managed to they managed film, just to, to get it in it. there yeah but they film it in such a way as like the, 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 Super the wrecking ball, comes in, shot the wrecking and, ball yeah. comes in like right behind him as he's like mm. walking away and it's like in the back of frame and it like smashes into the building and stuff like that yeah. and it was just like a perfect shot of like wow like yeah. they must have just been like the timing of because obviously they didn't it's not they're like a small movie they couldn't have controlled that no no they couldn't have like dictated like I've rented oh, a wrecking know, ball rented yeah, yeah, a building that was gonna happen so obviously it was just like uh, construction or well deconstruction yeah. <laughs> happening in that demolition in, in that yeah like a demolition happening in that spot yeah. at that time just take advantage they happened to be there and they probably just asked like hey can we like have this in their shot mm-hmm. and then they were doing it anyway so they just got it in the shot but it, man it looked amazing i love that um when they go to the countryside uh to go to the cabins like that I just there's something about I don't know maybe it's all that watching all that Top Gear and stuff that we've uh, done but that just that English countryside yeah. man there's just nothing like it like yeah. it's just so there's just something about it yeah you know it it, it it's funny because like the different perceptions of the English countryside uh like depending on what you like like I, I mentioned recently like I'm watching Pierrot yeah and in the episode I just watched like they have to go out to like the lake district yeah. and on, they're on the train and like his companion like oh the beautiful countryside and Perot's a city man to him he's like it's just this green wasteland yeah he's yeah. like I abhor this I'm not even saying necessarily <laughs> but it is it's so there's a picturesqueness to it that is just like yeah I mean yes and no I, like, there is to a degree but I'm not even so much talking about that it's more just like the feel like oh it's just, yeah, yeah it's just maybe it's just because it, it, it feels like something out of time mm. you know and it just sort of feels like, you know, these people have been living in this country. Oh, nothing's changed in, in this way yeah. for like hundreds, hundreds of years. Of years yeah, 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 you know, yeah. literally, just there's they have a farm and they have mm. some cows and blah, 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 blah. this fence holding these you cows know? in has been holding cows in for yeah. four hundred years. Yeah, and know? it's just something about how you know, yeah. it, like yes, it has changed, but but not you know as much as everything else kind yeah. of, and. And just the the look of it, not even necessarily saying like oh like oh this like beautiful like landscape. I mean, which it often is the case yeah, as yeah. well. But it's just something about the look of it is just so unique, and you can't, you know, when you do that thing where you sort of film for another place, like oh it's cheaper to film here, yeah. so we'll film here, but we'll say it's say here. it somewhere else. Yeah. And there's just something about the look of that English countryside that you can't do yeah. anywhere else. It. Like, it just has something and, about it. And then they, they double down in this movie by, like, oh, it's also gray, rainy, yeah. muddy. Yeah. Like, like all, yeah, which are all, all aspects kind of, like, of that. Unattractive things, objectively speaking. The, yeah, yeah. But they just, there's it, something it about fits. it. It's it that fits. atmosphere. Um, and, uh, like, the middle section of the film, 
I don't really have a lot to say about because it it's just it's thirty minutes. Time. It's thirty minutes of them like figuring out like just how not to yeah, starve to death. Fathering about as you like. To yeah, say. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the, the bit with the chicken. And just a lot of talking. The, 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 I mean, saw that coming. Like, there's a joke. Saw that coming a mile yeah, away yeah. when the, they, they the farmer's the like, "Oh, I'll bring him a chicken. Yeah, I'll bring you guys and a chicken. It's chicken, a live chicken. It's like, what do you do with it? Yeah, they yeah, gotta yeah. figure out how to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he has to like pluck it and gut it and everything. But it's like. Two thirds plucked, like, yeah, yeah. and then they just they're like, oh, it's fine, just just boil it. And then they, well, they, yeah. and then they like they got no pan, yeah. So they're gonna stuff it. He tries to stuff it in the teapot, yeah. and then that doesn't work. So they just stand it up, yeah, on I a mean, brick in the oven. Yeah, I mean it's crazy, but it's you know yeah, there's yeah. not really a whole lot to say about no, that no, section because no. I mean it just sort of it's, it, well, it's a lot of um, I mean uh, more or less I don't want to say like visual gags, yeah, but like it's uh. Well, it's, 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 it's a watch and see humor. And yeah, stuff. and it's very um, like incident, like not incidental. Well, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's push all based off it. of just you know, like a thing happens and yeah, then a yeah, thing, thing happens, happens and yeah, a yeah. thing happens, but they're not really distinct. It's, it's a to be seen kind of part. It's of not a distinctly yeah. kind of you know. No. Um, and then it, not until yeah, Monty shows Monty up. Monty shows up, and well, there's this whole kind of weird thing. They think it's the the guy from yeah. the bar gonna the, the from the, the yeah. crappy pub in town that's gonna kill them. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, yeah. the, the man with the eels in his trousers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the hunter. Yeah. yeah. And poacher, that's what he is. They call him the poacher. Yeah. And for some reason, they think it's because they saw him sniffing around. Yeah. And and it turns out it's it's actually it's actually here Monty. hair yeah. here yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it's from, a, from the end there from the end there but, yeah. but but yeah and so like Monty shows up and it just things get really weird. Um, and the rest of the movie, the, almost the all, whole rest of the movie is spent like every Mon- yeah Monty like sort of coming on to and I and like having yeah getting this well. Because Whitney all basically back in those days, like I mean, being gay not only was like illegal in Britain, but really in in the sixties. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Oh, it was illegal for up until quite quite recently, relatively. Uh, And it was, um, uh, and and just it was very like it was there was a. Major well, sort of stig- cultural stigma stig- about it, yeah. stuff like that. So he kind of just what in progressive England? Yeah. So he he you know he has this weird thing where it's just kind of um, well, he's like on the one hand it's creepy that he's like so like sort of aggressive about it and stuff like that, which kind of plays into the sort of um, you know negative well, stereotype. But at yeah. the same time, there's this like tragic aspect yeah. to it where it's just like because he can't live. Well, he's like as like what he is. Type one. Thing. So it's kind of messed him up you know he's like one part like almost flamboyant yeah. and then like the rest of them is so repressed yeah it's this like he's it's turned him into this yeah. kind of like like he's like kind of this like like creepy but also kind of just like sad like person that need clearly needs somebody and because of the stigma and, yeah, yeah, and that yeah. like it can't. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And it's kind of, you know, yeah. pushed in a bit of a weird and so, direction. So Whitnail sets it up Marwood for the fall on this. It doesn't help that the... Oh, well, he completely just BSs. With, yeah, he always... And like you said in the beginning, he always throws them under the bus. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's like almost like more or less the deal he makes so that they can use yeah. the, the cabin, which yeah. is like... What a piece of work! Like, yeah. What a... I mean, it doesn't help that well, like, he, Monty he... first shows up, they're in the same bed together. Yeah. 
which he assumes that looks yeah. makes it look like oh well that's you know the Trenton warm what they're into he, but yeah. you know yeah. but we know leading yeah. up to it yeah but um so and of course nobody in that typical like like to draw the comedy out fashion yeah. nobody will just outright say like well, Marwood just doesn't outright say like no 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 I'm like I'm straight I think he does fairly quickly but maybe not quick Mon- enough Monty also doesn't believe him yeah <laughs> it's well, also the yeah, thing too of course like I mean, I mean, it comes down to he has to lie yeah. and say that he is with yeah. Whitnail yeah. to get, and it would break Whitnail's heart yeah. th- to get Monty, off, yeah. like basically, but then he goes like almost literally off of him. Yeah, but then he goes, and uh, man, he is so mad. Yeah. Um, but uh, so when they leave, um, I love the uh, um, incident with um, the when they get stopped by the police. Oh, because oh, because they're. The scene when they go to leave, I'm not leaving till I've had my supper. Yeah. Smash cut to <laughs> Marwood driving. <laughs> Whitnail's got like a plate of like full dinner, a wine bottle, the whole nine yards, and they're speeding down so, the highway. Yeah. So when they get some of the police, yeah. and they're like, like you don't have a license, you know, blow, into, <laughs> blow into this bag, and 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 with them refuses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like clearly, because clearly he's been drinking, and then yeah. he refuses to. Blow the, the, guy, van. the cop that screams, oh, out. Yeah, yeah, just like, out of nowhere, like, get in the back of the van, but like but, super high and oh, yeah. shrill, yeah. get in the back of the van. <laughs> um, he played it like uh, what that cop character made me think of is he reminded me so much of in like Monty Python those kind of like frustrated oh, yeah, yeah. authority figures that like John Cleese would always play. And they start to like become unraveled. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I couldn't help but think, man, I would have loved to have seen John Cleese play that role. Like it just, I feel like it would have been so, so fitting because yeah. it was that type of character. Yeah. I mean, the guy who did it didn't find no, job no, no, yeah, for yeah, yeah. the like one minute part <laughs> that he had in the movie. Uh, I have nothing against it. It just it just struck me as like, wow, that's such a like money fight oh, type of character. Speaking of the, the getting pulled over, um, yeah. touched on one other... <laughs> Even their car is gross. Yeah, the, the, the disgusting, rusty yeah, with the, the the one headlight, like yeah, I mean, old yeah, jet. Like, money, so, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just the fact that it runs at all is amazing. Yeah. Um, and then uh, when they get back home, <laughs> they go to the well, they they go to the the the, the police station. Yeah, and he's gonna pee in the yeah the yeah. bag, and they get to use the device. Which they allude to earlier that Danny sets them up with the to 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 fool the oh, cops. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you, you you get someone who's not drunk to pee yeah. in the bottle, and then you pee into the cup, and then they they, they have yeah. to let you go. Yeah, and because because Whitney has a big thing about like he, he like needs to find a child because he needs yeah. he needs pure urine. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, yeah and then of course he they, they they're like he's fumbling around with it, of course, because he's drunk. And like they get rip open the curtain, and it's just and the the cop like has this bewildered look on his face. I, I don't even know what I'm looking at, kind yeah. of. <laughs> yeah, but I like how when they get back home and there's just that the whole we had another big Danny scene there, yeah. and it's just hilarious with the, uh, the um, with the giant joint. Yeah. <laughs> The, presuming Ed's in the bathtub, yeah, and and yeah, that's right. He rolls it. It looks like an ice cream cone. It's yeah, so big. and I just like the whole, just again the way that Danny like r- talks about everything, yeah. like just the way he expresses 
Mm -hmm. It's just great. I mean, a lot of the times with movies, like when we do episodes on movies, and you know, I'll be like, "Oh, that was a really good line," and I'll write that down. Oh, that was a good line. Just everything. So many in this movie, you couldn't do that. Like, I'm gonna be spoiled for choice for like picking out a line to use as like an episode title, title for instance. If I if that's the route we go, uh, because there's so many great lines. Mm -hmm. Um, it's uh, yeah. Um. And then um, I really like the ending with uh, where um, uh, and I gets the call about the job that he was hoping for, yeah. And how like he didn't get that one. They decided instead to make him the lead. Lead. So he gets this great job. Job. And but he has to leave to go do it. And so Withnell's going to be left by himself. And they have that whole thing where they go uh, and they walk, you know, through the park there and. Uh, and then when after he leaves, Withnil does that a soliloquy does the, kind the, of the Hamlet thing that yeah. what is a piece what a piece of work um, is man yeah uh, um, next to speech. what is apparently a cage of wolves yeah well some kind I guess of it's like, like a zoo kind well, of like one of those like outdoor park, so I guess yeah. it's some kind of like mini zoo type yeah thing. yeah yeah. Um, I didn't. It took me a sec to catch I, on I, I to that. I thought it was it. just a dog. I was like, yeah. man, that dog looks a lot like a wolf. Yeah, and there's, there's a bunch of them. Like, oh, there's our wolves. Yeah, <laughs> but it was cool. Like he had the umbrella, and, and then, then the, he, he was up against the fence, and he's like just hanging doing, doing yeah. this little thing. Yeah. I thought that was great, man. I thought Grant did an amazing job in that mm. scene. Um, just expressing the whole, just you know, he's so like obviously he has a, a talent to some degree. Yeah, but he's just such a mess. And he just seems to. We be, lost a deal on the cigar, uh, yeah. cigar commercial. Or he just seems to be. Yeah. He just seems to have no um, ability to like live like mm-hmm. a human being. Like he just well, he can't get his stuff together. He's he's one of those people that like clearly but, needs. Know, he has to. Uh, he needs a, like a person that will be his like support system. Yeah. And Marwood was not that. It like he not, yeah, no because. Marwood kind of well, more or less so neurotic well that's it but he smokes the joint and he just yeah. like loses his mind and, yeah. and he can't like he's like I need to come down I need to I'm, yeah. I'm, he has a quote he's like I'm, I'm having the 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 freakouts. Yeah. He's got a very specific word. Yeah, I don't remember it now exactly, it, it, but yeah, it, it, there was so much stuff that yeah. was just I, I thought it was hilarious. So much of the lines, especially mm-hmm. like like I said, the Danny stuff, but. Um, yeah, uh, should say um, um, the 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 character is called Marwood in the script, yeah, yeah. which is what, what you're referring yeah. to. Um, uh, and there's at one point in the movie, there's like a letter or something shown, or like an envelope, and it says and it says Marwood, Marwood on it. It's the yeah. only place the in the actual yeah. Movie yeah, they because because Wendell never refers to first is referred to by name, which is a weird, um, but but it's scripted no. as Marwood. Yeah, um, to be. Uh, and in the just, but in the actual credits, it's just and, and I, I, which I thought was cool. And it's marketed yeah. just as and, and I. I. Yeah, I thought so, that was cool how so they did that. Either name works. Works. Yeah. Um. Um. But, um technically, they because they, they. Um. Uh, I'm not sure. It's kind of like I'm how, not sure they ever refer to each other by name. The only uh, time no, he does call him Whitnell like many times. Does he call him yeah. Whitnell? Because I, I couldn't remember if he called him Whitnell or does. it's just when he does the narration he no, refers to No, he does call Whitnell. him Whitnell okay, quite okay, a few okay, times. Okay. But Whitnell never addresses him, him by name. Um, but of course, being that he is the point of view character, character. you know, it's his story. Basically, yeah. like, uh, his character... Well, like, Whitnell just mostly... Like his method of addressing yeah. him is to interrupt him, yeah, yeah, and then and start and then, talking and then talking and make a mess talking. of the conversation. Yeah. yeah. So, uh. the, so the end eye character, played by Paul McCann, is yeah. 
essentially being the sort of point of view yeah. character surrogate is narrator, what narrator Bruce yeah. Robinson the filmmaker based upon himself at the time and then with Noel is based on like a friend of his mm. that where they had a similar type of relationship yeah. at the time I wonder how that friend um, feels about the, 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 the I don't know he's probably dead yeah. uh, but uh, apparently uh, an interesting bit of trivia on that is that um, apparently um, Richard E. Grant has um, like a medical condition that uh makes it very hard for him to drink alcohol and he doesn't drink at all in oh, real life that's but, interesting uh, robinson bruce robinson felt that um in order to, for him to play the part like he had to like experience being like drunk, drunk actual oh, drunkenness gosh. so he basically pretty much forced richard e. grant to like sort of wow. binge drink like once. oh my gosh and and like oh. he said like like after he like basically like threw up horribly like after like every drink oh but he had to just keep going because he like had to get like super super drunk and that it was basically just a miserable experience, but because like medically, then he, he understood literally can't drink yeah. medically. But then for the part, he um, understood. Part, he wanted him to understand. Yeah. He wanted, but Robinson felt he had to get super drunk to un, to sort of play the part, you know. And he does play like alcoholic pretty damn oh, good, yeah. um, you know. That it's that weird thing of of how even when he's not drunk, he's kind of drunk. Yeah, you know, in that weird well, sort of because you just you you're so like damage adult yeah yeah you know because it literally does do like mm-hmm. you know it damages like your nerve like nerve your system, nerve yeah. system and like your actual like you know body like over Co- time, it, right? it doesn't it doesn't number on your cognitive abilities over time yeah, yeah yeah and so even when you're not necessarily actually drunk mm-hmm. like it can have an effect yeah. also they do eventually. early in the movie they do allude to the fact that um now i'm not i'm just trying to if it's uh, and I, because yeah. and I refers to doing speed, and yeah, and so well, I I was never quite sure if part of Withnell's oh uh, no, they make a uh, reference about like um because uh, because he says when when Withnell goes to drink the lighter fluid oh right and he's just like oh that's you know something about um. That's like do, uh, doing meths or whatever. Meth. Yeah, because he also and, refers to doing meth. And then, and then, and then, with those, just like, oh no, it's you know, it's yeah. not as bad. As yeah, yeah, because in some narrative bit, yeah. uh, early narrative bit, um, uh, <laughs> whatever the, doing meths is meths. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like it's like the British maths. Yeah, only yeah. you know. Well, it's like the whole thing about um, the whole that whole discussion about when uh, when and uh, with the whole at the end with the with the joint and oh. The, uh, and then uh, you know the um, when Enda is just like oh I need like a because he's freaking out he's yeah. having like the panic attack he's just like I need a value um, and and uh, and Danny's just like you know if I gave you blah blah you know, chasing like one yeah. it's just like you know if you're gonna you know if this is gonna bring you up then you know why would you need something that brings you down like what difference does it mm-hmm. make yeah 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 you're, you're just trading you're, one for you're another trading yeah. one for the other it's like you might as well just yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah no I, I enjoyed it um, it's definitely not really my type of movie so you know it wouldn't necessarily be like 94 percent for me i mean other than just that i can recognize the quality and respect the quality mm-hmm. but it's not super my kind of movie but i did really enjoy it overall i thought the the acting was great i thought the um uh their, the dialogue was amazing mm. um i just feel like uh there wasn't really enough story for me like i got really bored in the middle section because nothing was really happening. I liked the beginning. I, I liked I the think, ending, but I think probably my overall um, what what prevented me. Like, I, I really like the I, end. I really like the ending. I enjoyed and the that film. Is often where movies kind of fall off. And uh, so yeah, yeah. I find um, 
that actually both this and last week we talked about Stoner's Asylum, which again I felt mm. didn't have really didn't, didn't a good cinch story, it in the middle. But I thought the ending was great and much like that. That's it. I'm getting the fear. I'm getting That's the it. Fear. I'm getting the fear. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but much like that, I, I really enjoyed the ending to this. Mm. Um, but I also quite liked the beginning. It was just kind of the middle section. I was a bit other than the English countryside stuff. Yeah. But the actual like things that were happening in the middle mm. section, I just really care that much. I for me, I think a lot of my uh, like I liked it, mm-hmm. but not like late sixties. Britain, the culture these guys are living in is very, like, alien to me. Yeah. I don't know anything about that time period. Yeah. Like, spe- like specifically in Britain. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, I'm not, like, I'm not into the music from that era. I'm not right. really, like, so, culturally, yeah. I feel parts of this movie that may have been trying to make a point or been impactful just right over my yeah. head. Well, so well, I wasn't... I, I can definitely understand how people could really like this film, yeah. and especially I assume if you're from the UK, if you're yeah. uh, if you're from oh, or yeah. know of that probably, era, yeah. it's a lot more like you can identify a lot more with this film. Yeah. It this is it, it just a it just sort of um, it the film didn't have the impact on me yeah. that I feel it does on other people, right. and I just I just wasn't right. connecting with bits That's and fair. pieces of it. That's fair. Um, I th- it's funny. Paul Gatt apparently has said that. Um, he gets uh, a lot of people like surprised that you know when they meet him or whatever, and they people that know the film uh, because like his age and stuff mm-hmm. that like a lot of people don't realize that this movie is from the eighties. Oh, oh yeah. there's nothing that really pegs it as like an eighties esque. Well, no, because well, it doesn't have an eighties feel. Well, to no, it. it feels much more like the and, era that. And that so, is something this movie does a fantastic yeah, yeah. job. Except of. maybe the language, but, which yeah. you wouldn't really have seen in a movie of the time. time even no. though that is what, how people spoke. Spoke at the time. Them in a movie, just, you wouldn't have in seen. In a movie, that, yeah. they wouldn't necessarily yeah. have language like that at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, like uh, but people feel like it has a feel of a film made at the time much more so yeah. and so like a lot of people don't even realize it's from the 80s and so like they'll like Paul McGann has said like a lot of people just assume like like oh it's that movie's from the 60s right and it's like no. they do a <laughs> tremendous job of considering like not a big budget film or anything yeah. of disguising the fact that this film is anything but the yeah. era it takes place very, in very selective uh, yeah you know because even like stuff like the place you shot. think they'd fall down on yeah. be considering like the budget the London stuff the London stuff yeah. like, driving down the highway yeah all those cars completely time period yeah. appropriate yeah. you know right down to like that like garbage cop really, van really, that pulls yeah. them over I feel like, like they're just really careful about yeah. um, you know what they shot and fra- yeah. what they put in frame yeah and you know you just get the clothing right and the yeah, and uh, but yeah, even just kind of the look of it mm-hmm. has a really has a look of, of that period and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And of course, I mean when you're doing stuff like in the countryside stuff with like well, the, it's the easy yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, of course, all that stuff is really old. So mm-hmm. I mean, that stuff has been like that for you know who knows how long, uh, you know, a hundred years at least. Mm-hmm. And so you, you know, once you get out into that stuff, it doesn't matter because there's really no indication mm-hmm. of the period. So yeah. Uh, this this movie is definitely of a type that that you could you know if somebody is going to like this kind of movie yeah. because they will, there's there's movies like this yeah. and you can go ah have you seen with Nell and I yeah like if no you you should because this right. will be right up your alley kind yeah of deal. like if you know that they like this type of thing mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 
I mean, if they'd like this type of thing, they, they probably, probably already they seen probably it. Probably have yeah, yeah, seen yeah. it. Like, but, you it know, is a fairly know. well-known yeah. film. Yeah, um, I, I just never got around to yeah. it. And this was the thirty-year, yeah, mark. You know, which we've done that mm. for a lot of episodes. Yeah. Where done, also, like uh, the the only kind of actual uh, requested movie. That we've ever that we've ever had. Uh, well, no, oh well, uh, that's not true. That's uh, not true. Right. Wait until dark. Wait was, until dark was also requested. Yeah, that's yeah, requested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah. So uh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I didn't do it. It wasn't because of that. No, I, no, no. I've I, always wanted to do it just because I. It's been on I've my to watch list for a long yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, I've heard yeah. of it for many years, and I just never got around mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. So uh, so yeah. Whitnell and I. Uh, so. That's it for this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. Yes. Um, we'll uh, be back next week with a newer film. Yeah. Uh, this this qualifies as our older film. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. Well, what we say, pretty much anything outside of the two thousands, yeah, more or less, much. Yeah, like nineties yeah. or, or yeah. earlier. And we've done a lot of the like thirty year things. That's like, true. Yeah. Doing, like eighty yeah. stuff. This so. this one was definitely like we wanted to get this in before, before the, end the year, year is running out. We've got a couple months year. left. Yeah, yeah. We should, next year we'll have to do we like should, stuff from eighty eight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we should probably actually look at what. Any other big eighty-seven films 87 that we want to talk about? Do, that, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we could know, do. It's there's a couple. Yeah, there's I'm a, sure. I'm still sure. got a few more free weeks. I mean, we could also look at we could also look at ninety-seven too. Yeah, for ninety-seven, 20, whatever. Too. There's a few. Um, do some seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. Yeah, I mean, there's no, there's nothing to stop us from rolling <laughs> backwards. The thirty-year thing just became a. Th- while well, we were doing the first thing to mark as like you know oh 30 years well, anniversary it, blah, blah, blah. It, so and also because it, it, like, it happened during that first year we were yeah. doing the podcast and also that's like like our sort of childhood yeah, time yeah. so exactly it's, you know there's yeah. a certain aspect of you know obviously not like a movie like this is not one we would have seen as kids but yeah. you know uh, some of the other stuff that we've done you know yeah. transformers or you know like exactly various yeah. things like that uh-huh. might have been things that we might have seen as a kid uh-huh. um anyways uh yeah so that's that's that. Yeah. All right. So uh, we'll we'll be back next week. Yeah. Uh, until then, I'm Chris. This is it. Cheers. Bye-bye.